Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? To be together, I'll be there, you'll be me, and that's the dim idea. Which NXT, which upcoming NXT superstar is going to get that as their theme? Bad Bunny. <laughs> but the the up and comer, the trainee, Bad Bunny. WWE champion. I was going to say he's already a champion, and he's not only is he a champion in the eyes of professional wrestling fans all over the world, but he's a champion in all of our hearts. And he is now a Grammy Award winner. He certainly is. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Brad, Dan, and Joe. What's up, guys? What's Happy up, Bruce? Happy St. Paddy's Day. Is it? It is. Yes. Oh, it's today. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. I mean, I should probably should have done it, shouldn't I? You're not even Irish. I'm an eighth Irish. Welsh people drinking Irish stuff. This is right. So, <laughs> what do you celebrate St. George's Day? Oh, no. I do a math English. Well, Bradley, do you celebrate St. George's even Day? Even English oh, no. people don't celebrate St. George's Day. So, why do we all celebrate St. Patrick's because Day? Because there's a reason we don't. to get drunk because it's Irish. Because Irish people like was, to get drunk. I was going to say it's an excuse <laughs> to go to the pub. Any, any day where it's like a Saints Day or like a bank holiday, it's like Rosh Hashanah. Like last St. Paddy's Day, I got absolutely wasted. You never hear anybody going, oh, like last St. George's Day was an absolute beast. Let <laughs> me go, oh, last St. George's Day, I co- I, the amount of dragons I slayed. <laughs> the amount of Carlin I drank, Jesus. What do the, what do the Welsh I say? The Stella... Daffodils are planted. <laughs> hey, I, I did actually plant some daffodils. I've got about 15 in my garden. <laughs> My next door neighbor some in the front garden and their wheelie bin fell over and crushed them all yesterday in the wind. Oh, oh no. How awful is this? He's a daffer, don't. <laughs> Way. <laughs> How are we all doing there, guys? All right, yeah? Yeah, all pretty good. decent. The sun is shining. I've my, you know, the birds are on my bird table. I can't complain. Mashing well. We're on the uh, it, it, it's beautiful. It's been a lovely day over here in uh, yeah. in the UK for all our international listeners out there. Um, and we're on the road to WrestleMania. We've got Fastlane coming up this weekend. Um, we're going to break down the I think there's only five matches that have been announced so far, Ooh. but we're going to break them down and have a prediction. Yeah. Woo. 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 Oh, sorry, Radley. I thought you were about to give us something interesting then. <laughs> I should have. Uh, I should have thought. Well, I've got this. This is Bradley, and not really expecting much more, really, shouldn't I? I can't say that about the resident genius. Well, there will Ooh. be a quiz, and it will be hosted by yours truly. So I can't. Um... So you could be boring. <laughs> I think we're well, drawing no, now, yeah. are we, Brad? I think we yeah, we're drawing. Yeah. So you know, somebody's it's coming two, for the title. Yeah, one, 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 absolutely. We're all on a point bar. Brad and Dan are on two, so there could be a new leader by the end of today. Um, I, so I blame the age gap. Well, you just wait Ooh. and see what I. You got millennials, I don't later on. 
Bradley's gonna love me. No, it's fine. There's a mix as always. Right, let's have a look at the uh, the news then. There is some news in the world of wrestling as normal. Not much has been happening this week, but a couple of things landed today. Um, not really anything specific as far as news that's landed today, but I just wanted everybody's opinion on the upcoming WrestleMania week because mm-hmm. it really is a week this year. I didn't realise how jam-packed it's going to be and I don't know whether that's going to be a detriment or whether it is going to be a positive. I mean, probably for someone like Dan and Joe who just watch wrestling every hour of the day even when they're at work. Um, even while they're recording a podcast. <laughs> while they're even recording it. They've, they've got impact got, got on, impact right, on now. right now. I have got impact um, on right now. <laughs> you know, this is this is probably a good thing. For me, it, it's just too much. I mean, I tire myself out just watching a pay-per-view, so let alone the week. But So, breaking it down, we've got Raw on Monday, as normal. We've got the Hall of Fame ceremony on the Tuesday. We've got NXT on the Wednesday, the takeover, the two-parter. So then we've also got the second part of the takeover on Thursday. But also on Thursday, we'll have an episode of NXT UK. On the Friday, we've got Friday Night Smackdown. And then we've, of course, got WrestleMania. It's too big for one night, two years in a row on the Saturday and the Sunday. So we literally have... And then roll the day after. And then roll the day after. You're thinking about it, yeah. So we've got, you know, seven or eight days there of constant WWE programming. I mean, you can see why they're doing it anyway, obviously, because they want to, you know, promote Peacock as the new streaming service for the network over there. But is... Is something that we all enjoy like that, is that too much or are we quite happy with that? I'm quite happy. It's heaven. I've booked booked the entire week off work. You have booked the entire week off work, have you? I've booked Monday to Monday off, yeah. Ooh. What about Tuesday? I was going to say. The Raw After Mania. You're not going to miss out. You're straight back in work on the... the, uh... I'm back in on the Tuesday. I couldn't book. Uh, but I, I will stay up. I'll stay. The so Raw after Mania. Not like it's going to be anything decent back in the Thunderdome. It'll probably be crap. It'll probably just be the return of Rye back. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be where AW invades Raw. No, but um, can you imagine? Yeah, it's like you said. There's um, I think the only reason they've probably done it would be because they can't do access or they can't have all the people that they would usually have there. So they can't have a full capacity audience. You can't have people traveling from the UK or because you're not allowed to obviously fly. So I assume this is probably why they've done it, to give as much fans as much wrestling as possible so they can still enjoy WrestleMania week rather than actually going to Florida and being there. So I assume that's probably why they've done it. Probably to make money, but yeah. (laughs) I I see that there's a few um, like indie promotions for an event. I think Um, there's an event where Leo Rush is facing... um, Enzo Amore, and that's on like WrestleMania weekend as well. Oh, I thought, yeah. yeah. Was it me that sent that on the group? Just, uh, what event is that? Is that something that Leo Rush has put it's together? It's called like Sunday Night Heat or something like that. So is is this something that Leo Rush has put together as an event, or is it just one match that he's streaming between him and Enzo? I think it's an event, but I think that's like the main event. I can't remember. I don't know what the card is. I haven't looked into it, to be honest. That is going to be the coronavirus-filled event, that, isn't it? You just know there's going to be no restrictions of any kind there. Not just all, be all the, like, the people who were, who had, who were released, like, during the mass release, like, doing just, like, 
like uh, big Cass and no, sorry, Kaz XL and just like versus Kaz XL. you know, versus <laughs> like Matt, Matt Cardona or something doing like a, a bootstrap on a pole match or something like that. <laughs> It's good, though, because it gives um, all of those talent on the indies and stuff a platform. You know, they always do accesses or indie shows nearby. There's always a Ring of Honor show going on with it. So at least then they can get in the spirit of it. And there's, there's sort of something for everybody. You know, you know, you, you can like the WrestleMania, the wrestling kind of things, the pageantry and, you know, the bad bunny singing. But if you want to watch, like, Enzo Amore flop on his ass for half an hour, you've got that too. <laughs> Well, is it any different, really? I don't, I don't know whether I'd rather watch Enzo or Bad Bunny, to be honest. I suppose it's you, you're picking the best of a bad bunch there, aren't you? <laughs> but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a bloody busy week, isn't it? And to the point where I might not watch. I mean, I'll watch the Hall of Fame, um, and that actually brings us on to our next point. They have announced that the Hall of Fame itself it will be live and in person but it will be in the Thunderdome which is probably what we expected I didn't think there was going to be any fans for that but at least it's not going to be a virtual event that was first of all rumoured they are actually going to be in the Thunderdome probably in a similar setup to what they had a couple of years ago where they they changed the staging to where it was in the ring rather than up at up at the front, so I imagine they're probably going to present it from that with the fans all around us. The Thunderdome, do Jamie, we... will, Jamie will no doubt be front and center in the Thunderdome for that. <laughs> do <laughs> we think um, they're going to have superstars in there for it? Um, well, they've got to, you'd have thought it's, it's an interesting one. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, they're all tested working with each other every day anyway aren't they? so it doesn't really matter that they're all besides together so yeah I, I would be surprised if they weren't I was just going to say when you're talking about all this um, stuff about like wrestling promotion stuff and then it just made me think what about talking shopper mania like do you remember watching that the Luke Gallows one was that when was that I don't know, but I've just realised there was a number two in November. It's like start, what? It's like start plot, there was a, a number two in November. This that was when it out. The, the Tony Hawk remake came out. Because I remember um, like <laughs> listening to a podcast making fun of it and playing that new Tony, you know, the Tony Hawk remake. So it was about what, October, November sort of time, I think. That might have been the second one. I can't remember when the first one was. The like, one I saw been... had Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, right, right, Freight Train. Freight Train, our boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they did a second one in November. Okay, um, I'm gonna watch that on demand. That's probably twenty quid to watch on demand just for that. I think it was funny, but it was dog shit, wasn't it? But I think it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, it was. It was highly amusing. Bradley, what are you doing? What's he doing? He's like I was muted. I was pouring a pint of Guinness. Okay, I was wondering what you were doing, shaking your wrist then. <laughs> can't really see it off camera. There's a time and a place, Bradley. There's a time and a place. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, they, I don't know if you guys have picked up on any of this today. They were supposed to be releasing the tickets last week for Mania. That got delayed till this Friday. 
But there's been an announcement as well that they will no longer be selling 45,000 tickets for each night. They're now only doing 25,000 for each night. So they've reduced it further again. Face masks will be required, as to be expected. And there will be pods, as in bubbles, certainly for family or friends that are all going together. And face masks are going to be available, fresh ones, on site as you walk in. Uh, along with hand sanitizer, if you haven't got your own mask or whatnot. But yeah, you'll effectively be refused entry without the masks. You've got to stay within your pod, within your bubble, and there's only going to be 25,000 people as far as 45. Do we think that's the right decision? Definitely. 100%. I, th- I think it's the right decision, but the um, I don't want to go into too much into the COVID and the distance of it, but the thing with wrestling, and we've all been to live events, you shout, you cheer, you chant, you get involved. It's fan interaction. Yeah, I get with the pods and stuff. I, I, I dare say they're being very safe. And the reason they reduced it by half is to make sure that everybody is safe. You don't want anybody to be be catching this, especially when we're on the way out of this uh, god awful thing. But it's a case of fan interaction, and they're all going to be. Sh- you can't help it when you're at a wrestling event. You chant, you cheer. You know, you get told off by Pete Dunne for chanting things about his haircut sometimes when you're at a Newport event. But um, yeah, um, it'll be it'd still be decent, but. You know, it would have been nice with 45,000 people in there. But, yeah, I think safety-wise, it's the right call. You know, maybe even less. I think they announced the 45, and they probably got a lot of backlash saying, hang on a minute, what are you doing here? You well, know, how imagine many, how if many did they have it. at the Super Bowl? How many fans were allowed in the Super Bowl? That's probably worth it. I would it say very well, similar well. to that. I would say yeah. thirty to 40,000. However, like, if you look at AEW, they don't have any more than five to 10,000, which is the way it probably should go, like you said. And... Think how like special you are to be one of those like 12, 20,000 people at WrestleMania. Interestingly <laughs> enough, I've just had a search and there was 22,000 fans at the Super Bowl. Now, I thought there was more. Obviously, I knew it was reduced, but I thought it was more. But that probably helped with the cutout side of things. There was an atmosphere, there was noise, and the cutouts helped it as well, the cardboard cutouts of people. Now, if there's going to be 25,000 on each night, you know, 3,000 more than there was at the Super Bowl for each of the nights. That's great, but it'll still be, I know we've mentioned it before, it'll still be interesting to see what they do with the empty seats because we know that Vince is against the idea of the cardboard cutout. I think they've also ruled out having any virtual Thunderdome-type seats as far as cameras as well and, and video screens, so they're not going to do that. So what? We're, so we're just going to have bubbles of, of people dotted around with vast amounts of empty seats around. I hope it looks good. Don't get me wrong, I'm not being negative at all. I want fans there. I want some sort of atmosphere, but we want it to be safe at the same time for people. Don't yeah, I've seen... Go on, Joe. Sorry, I, I was going to say, I've seen um, when before the last lockdown, when they were like letting people in um, in the football grounds, the way they did it, they were like, it was like a family group, then like a space of four seats, then a family group, space of four seats. So maybe something like that, like a group of four, then the space, then a group of four, then like making sure that I've... So you're using the whole stadium, but you're basically spreading them out so it fills the whole stadium. Does that make sense? Yeah. Unless they're just going to fill one whole section or two sections. So say like if they're only filming on one side of it, leave all of this empty and just to make it look full, just use one half of the stadium because then it will look full as long as, like I said, they're leaving the appropriate two-metre gap between them. It should be fine. I can't see them having any ringside seating. I can't see that at all. 
No. I there was an interview today that was released with Jason Robinson, who's the lead set designer for WWE, has been since nineteen ninety five. And he said that this year the WrestleMania set design is going to be completely different and exciting than it ever has been before. So it does make you wonder whether or not they're going to incorporate the, like you said then, Brad, probably going to be no ringside type seating. They're all going to be up on the stands, as I would call it, and the tiered seating. I wonder then if they're going to incorporate the WrestleMania entrance to come down up and around the sides of so what would be the ground floor seating as well to some extent. I mean, they, they may not do, but it'd be a good way to incorporate a good use of the space um, without it making it look too bare. What if they're all in boats? Like, family pods, but they're all boats. They've all got screens. The pirate ships. Yeah, they've got pirate ships, but everyone's in their own little castaway boats, and boats are floating everywhere, and you've got one person in a boat, and then you've got a family in a boat. Boats and O's. Boats and O's, yeah. (laughs) Boats would be great, and you can have the boats on the entrances. They've got their own oars, and you can have a sail, and (laughs) it'd be great. They get a little paddling pool as well. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody, look at me. I'm sitting on a boat. It will be really interesting to see what they do with the pirate design. I know that they, I mean, they've already got the ship up there, haven't they, in the, in the stadium anyway, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder or not whether they are going to build some sort of, like how brilliant will it look if they add, think about that ship, but think about one like twice as big. I'm not saying it has to be built in the same way. It might even be like fiberglass or something, but the sake of the, the entrance being like the ship side on, twice as big as the one that they've already got at the stadium anyway, and like the like a side door coming out of the coming out of the ship, like the gantry, would be where the superstars entered. That that would look brilliant. And like you say, you just know basically on what um, what was said already by Kevin Owens last year, he's going to jump off it if he gets <laughs> the opportunity to do so. Anyway. Shane McMahon will get thrown off it by Braun or some random crap. Sh- like Shane that. McMahon on a pole match. Shame him on a, on a boat. Judy Bagwell on a pole match. It's just the pirate <laughs> ship match. The whole match is just on the ship. I wouldn't put it past them to come up with something stupid like in the a overboard ship match. match. The first person to throw your opponent overboard. No, it'll be it'll be is <laughs> the Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant shipwreck match. The last man on the ship. Wins. <laughs> Joe Joe's just hit the nail on the head there. What I was going to say, he's going to be like Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a walk the plank match. The first person to get their opponent to walk the plank. You think I, I'm I stupid? I would not put it past them. Oh, the, the storyline they've got going on at the moment, I wouldn't put it past them either. Are you calling me stupid? Oh, my days. Oh, it's well. like Forrest Gump. Yeah, he's, they've been quoting Forrest Gump. Like, they've done about three or four different quotes of Forrest Gump over the past few weeks. It's driving me crazy. Well, we we will get on to that when it comes to our fast lane and um, predictions. But um, I I completely agree. It's it had the potential to turn into something, and it may very well still do. But it's but this way, it's not it's not grabbing my attention now. And what happened on Raw? Like I say, we'll get on to that. <laughs> Grab my attention, but probably for the wrong reasons. <laughs> let's let's put it that way. Um, couple more bits of news that we have had uh, dropped this week. Um, 
is it Charlie Caruso or Caruso? I never know how to Charlie pronounce Caruso. it. Charlie Caruso. Caruso, that's it. Um, she has now been permanently removed from WWE TV. Came out today. Apparently, oh, she's good. got some. She's got some backstage heat for turning up late to do interviews on Raw. But also, oh. she's got so, she's also got some sort of backstage heat that they haven't elaborated into, but to do with Randy Orton and Sheamus as well. So oh, I don't wow. know if she's rubbed them up the wrong way for any particular well, reason. She's in respect definitely to rubbed them both the wrong oh, way. God it's sake, another page scenario coming. coming. Well, they've got that um, that Kevin Patrick. I uh, was saying the other day, and he's a welcome addition. He was really good. I've, I watched him on Raw Talk. Uh, very enthusiastic. Um, but he took over. Charlie Caruso used to do Raw Talk, and he took over from her on that. Um, and he's also taken over from her, along with Sarah Schreiber, on all of the backstage segments. Um, I thought there was something weird going on with Charlie Caruso a few weeks ago. Um, there was rumours that there was like a party, and a lot of them got the COVID, the Jera COVID. Um, but um, yeah, she went off TV and they had to get Kayla Braxton to fill in, which you know we're, we're all happy with. She's great. Um, but yeah, she's she's been sporadic on the show for quite a while. Um, but it's quite weird, you know. She was always big on the kickoff shows. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're quite big on that. But now they've got that Kevin Patrick guy and he's smashing it. You know, will we see her back on telly? I hope so because she's great. But I I've noticed over the past couple of weeks they've been taking her off TV and putting Schreiber in a place a lot more. So. It's it's sad to see, but yeah, there must be something going on backstage. Yeah, I she they they tend to do this on the WWE, don't they? It's almost like they get bored and look for a reason to get rid of people. Like these backstage interviews, they they go through a process. I've noticed. I can't think of. I can picture them in my head, but I can't think of any names because that many have happened over the years. But they maybe keep them around for a year or two and then just decide to like release them or get rid of them for no reason at all. And bring like this, yeah, uh, like this new chap as well that you just mentioned. Um, he, he's just come out of nowhere, but then lo and behold, they've got rid of Charlie at the same time. So it's very, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if in a couple of years or, or less, he's gone and somebody else is filtered through. They, they just seem to, I don't know whether it's keeping the product fresh or if they feel they need to keep it fresh by doing that or if they feel that the product's stale. I mean, I, I don't see it that way. I thought she was pretty good at her job. No, she was decent. And there's a, like you said, they've, they've had, a, you know, you think of the backstage correspondence. I think with the current ones, you've got the people, um, you know, smashing it on the NXT. They'll be coming across soon. But, you know, you guys look back at Coach back in the day and Josh Matthews and you're thinking, okay, well, what happened with them? You know, they went on the tally, but then they got signed by ESPN or Josh Matthews went over to Impact. They've all moved on to bigger things. You're Renee Young's doing a podcast and she's releasing a cookbook. You know, I think that they get a profile for themselves. I think for a backstage correspondent, there's only a certain amount of things that you can do before you get bored and want to move on. Um, and with Charlie Caruso, she'd been there for a few years. She's been doing the backstage segments for four or five years. You know, it might be, it might be you don't know the other side of it. It might be her decision. Um, what's going on? But you know what, like you said, you know what WWE is like. Like you had Titus O'Neil touch Vince around on the shoulder a few years ago and get suspended for two months. So Ridiculous. you never know what's going on back there. Ridiculous. No, good, good, good point. But you know, hopefully, um, she moves on to bigger and better things. She's very talented, like I say, very good at her job as well. And you know, hope hopefully the future's bright for her. And like I say, you never know with the WWE. She could be back in six months' time. Um, they could welcome her back with open arms. So we'll um. We'll see what happens with her. Other than that, then, guys, I suppose the last piece of news this week is that Andrade still hasn't been released. Um, <laughs> we know he requested his release last week, I believe, um, backstage at Raw. It was denied. Um, 
he wasn't at Raw this week. I understand he's just sat at home at the moment. Whether or not that's the case of him that he's sat at home seeing out his contract. Um, sorry if I'm a bit distracted whilst I'm saying this. I'm just I'm looking outside my window whilst I'm recording this, and a child is bouncing up and down the trampoline and has just banged his knee and collapsed. <laughs> I don't really know what he's doing. He's just let down. He's bouncing up and down on a skateboard on his trampoline, and he's just banged his knee off the skateboard, and now he's just collapsed into a heap on the trampoline. And there's a dog running around. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I'm sure he'll be all right. Oh, he's up. He's up. It's all right. Um, he's dead. <laughs> stop it. He's already dead. Um, so yeah, I. Interesting one. I was with Andrade. I didn't see much of him in NXT. He came onto the main roster. I think we may mention this in one of our earlier episodes. He came onto the main roster and he quickly grew me. And I thought he was a phenomenal talent, really, really good. And, you know, really hope that they would do something with him. Booker T mentioned on his podcast this week, they think that they haven't had anything for him just because he can't speak 100% fluent English, which annoys me when they say things like that, because not what Booker T said, more just if that is the reason, because that's just finding an excuse where there doesn't need to be one. I've heard him cut the odd promo. Yes, he's eaten. His English isn't 100%, but he wasn't a bad promo by any stretch of the imagination. And if you think somebody is that talented in the ring, which he is, Christ, just stick somebody with him, you know, That's whether it's a manager or a valet. Well, exactly. They Exactly. And they got rid of her. And um, <laughs> this lad who's bouncing up and down his trouble, he's got, like, <laughs> weapons in his hand. What do they call those, like... Sword things that you you hold on to them and they're they're long and they've got like at the bottom of them they've got like oh, I don't know how to describe it. Basically, they are both registered weapons that he's got in his hand and he's just thrown them into the ground. They both just stuck solid into the grass. So not only is he jumping around on the trampoline, he has registered weapons. So he's going to really hurt himself. This kid. Welcome to Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, tell me about it. But yeah, with your um, Andrade thing, I totally agree with you. There's so many people backstage that aren't being used. You know, you could team him up with Alistair Black. He's not being used either. Put him in a tag team. Alistair Black will talk for him. There's so many people backstage. You know, you could do um, um, a Lucha connection. They're not doing anything Alberto with him. Alberto Umberto Creo, Angle Gaza as well. They're not doing anything with him. Yeah, I was going to say, what's happened to them? Um, they're on, they're on uh, well, um, the, the two of those, Angle Gaza and um, Umberto Creo, they wrestled on main event. Apparently, it was a really oh. good match. And um, Angle Gaza, uh, no, um, Umberto Creo got over because he's been in the gym recently. But stick him in a team. You know, put them in a tag team, even if they're just, you know, you can have one talking after that. You know, they've had match of the year candidates. But didn't Who's they up? have a match on WrestleMania last year? Or am I making this up? Was it not um, really like thrown together at the last minute? Because yeah, it was the one where yeah. they had, it was the one where they had the tag match with Austin. Yeah, Theory got Austin them, Theory. Yeah, so we're a year profits. down the line, and they're managing to just about scramble a match together on main event. But they, they were in their first WrestleMania less than a year ago. It, it's mad. It's mental how they go about They've it. got some good talkers backstage. I mean, if you think about it, Tyrus O'Neill's backstage. I saw him running after the 24-7 title this week. They've got so many people who can talk. You've even got Drew Gulak, an amazing talent. I know he's training the big guys at the moment. But there's so many different things you can do with that. I know it's quite generic. But you can even have him just turning up, doing a squash match, and doing that week by week, and then using enhancement talents. 
or put him back in NXT. You know, he, he had no problem in NXT um, squashing talents, but apart from that Cesar Benoni um, moment where he got squashed, he was smashing it. So I, I don't think, I know where Booker T's coming from. Like you've got him on the main show. You need somebody who can talk for themselves, mm. but also... Even with Charlotte, you, assuming they're in a real-life relationship. You could do, yeah. Um, you know, when they had that Ric Flair thing, he could have come out and said, all right, you've got Ric Flair, Lacey Evans, I've got Andrade here. And, you know, they can't have a mixed tag match because Ric Flair's like 167. But, <laughs> you know, they could do something with it. You know, like, I'm with Charlotte. You could do something about, you know, with, with the situation. There's so many things they could do with him. You know, I, look, I'm not saying stick him on commentary, but he, the boy can wrestle. Like, get him on the show. Sorry, go on, Joe. Um, um, I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. They're thinking about doing an NXT Mexican, Mexico or Mexico Agency with Chavo Guerrero Jr. I think they're, they may be hanging on to like Alberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, and Andrade. And then they've got already like built in. Latin American Mexican stars who already weren't there, then they're probably putting like the Lucha House party and stuff, and they've already got built stars that they could put on that show. Maybe they're keeping them for that just in case. I hope they are keeping them for something just for something because it's a crime for him to just be. I mean, don't get me wrong, we'd all like to be sat at home doing nothing and getting paid for it, but I think when you're an active professional wrestler, Jamie knows exactly what I'm talking about there. <laughs> um, <laughs> When you're an active professional wrestler, when you're a sports personality, you know, whether you're a wrestler, footballer, like if you're a football player, a soccer player, you, you're playing for our Liverpool, Man United, whoever, whatever to, you don't want to be, as much as you're getting paid, you don't want to be sat on the bench. You do want to be playing. You do want to be wrestling. You don't want to be sat at home. You want that publicity. You know, you want that outreach. So it's a crime for him to be sat at home, just getting paid to do nothing. And he'd probably be the first to say it. So I, I do hope they do something with him. It's a shame you can't, like, I know you used a football analogy there, but it's a shame in football, if you're not being used, you can say to your manager, put me on loan, like Jesse Lingard with Man United. He's gone to West Ham and he's playing loads of games, but he's still signed to United. I, I wish what it was the same. <laughs> How good would that be, though? Like, if you said you're still under contract with Debbie Debris, but we're sending you to Ring of Honor for six months. Oh, yeah, well, they do it with Evolve quite a lot because they're teamed up with them. It's the same with, like, progress and stuff. But can you imagine Andrade? Like, you don't need to know. Us fans don't need to know. But just say, oh, Andrade just turned up on Ring of Honor. Elevates them and elevates Andrade. All of a sudden, Andrade comes back WWE. You go, oh, did you see him smashing it on the indies? So, yeah, Ring of Honor, I totally agree with you on that. Can you imagine? We'd all be... I've never watched... Well, I haven't watched Ring of Honor in about a year and a half. But if I heard Andrade has appeared on there when I, he's still contracted with the WWE, I'd love that. Like. Do what they do in football, have loans. It'd be great. Would it ever happen? Well, I was going to say, they do it in, a, they do it in basically every other promotion book that we do, don't they? Like you said, Kenny Omega's loan to TNA or Impact or whatever it's called. They go and to Finn, New Japan. Finn Juice have gone to Impact as well. They just won the tag titles while contracted with New Japan. That's what I mean. So it's everything but WWE. They all have these little agreements where they can go cross-promotion just do we do we like no you're ours you ain't going anywhere maybe you can go down to NXT they? if you want but <laughs> they did it once they, they they did it with ECW didn't they um I'm more imagining that with like 1995 ECW came no, you're before right. they went hardcore and you know they had a few of them on the tally for a couple of weeks but uh, you know apart from that like you said you don't really hear unless when they they had that invasion but they had the talent anyway and it wasn't you know for us fans we didn't know at the time but they were all signed anyway yeah. No, no, exactly. Very true. All right, well, 
That's your uh, news for this week. It leads us nicely on speaking to Andrade in NXT. Dan, you wanted to have a, a quick chat and Dan and Joe in respect of NXT, what's been happening lately? Yeah, I mean, with NXT, we we highlight Raw, we highlight SmackDown, but we, we don't really highlight NXT too much. And they've had some really good stuff going on lately. But with the road to WrestleMania, also, I think NXT is on a change at the moment with who's going to be their headline stars and who's going across the main roster and potentially who they'll be signing or who's on the way up that could be the next driving force in the promotion. You know, I, I feel personally that Io Shirai, um, you know, the Adam Coles, they're on the way up to the main roster after their little rivalries are done. Um, but it's, it's thinking, right, who do they have there at the moment that could be the next, you know, carrying cross to side, we know he's going for the title, but we all know the talent they've got there at the moment. We also know talent that, free agents potentially could be signed my question to all you guys is who would you pit other than carrying cross as the next um men's champion and women's champion and who would you also pick to uh, be signed who's a free agent who could be on a uk independent could be in aw impact um so uh, joe what do you reckon who would you have firstly as the new men's and women's champion that's not carrying cross and who would you sign if you could pick anybody from any other promotion or indie um, I would put the title on Bronson Reed because I think he's quite he's coming up now. He's like a big heavy guy. Um, he's coming up as like a big like thick strong style. Um, he's like a really strong guy, and I think he would look really good with the championship. Um, signing wise, I would sign Ace Austin from Impact. He's just won the X Division title. And to be honest, I think he's just wasted on impact. And women's title, I'm going to put it out there. I would say um, the MMA girl, oh, what's her name? Um, I've forgotten her name now. Um, non- uh, Mercedes Martinez. I'm just That's the one, yeah. Is that the one, yeah? Yeah, Mercedes Martinez, I put the title on there. Um, yeah, that's that's why I got it. Nice. What about you, Brad? Um, I would say face of the men's division, I think it's going to be Carl O'Reilly. I don't reckon he'll go up at the same time now that they've done the, the break-off from Undisputed Era. Um, Women's-wise, I think they could be going towards Zayali. Um, And signing-wise, they've got to sign our good old friend Brendan. Brendan White, Bronco Brendan White. I don't see why not. Brilliant wrestler. Um, I know, Jamie, that you don't watch um, NXT too much. I know you, you watch now pay-per-views now and again, but do you have any sort of thoughts on who could be the champ and who they could sign? Um, who is the champ now? It's still Finn, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's still, still Finn, yeah. Still Finn. I, 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 the only thing I can see happening soon is when's Adam Cole going to get up to the main roster? I mean, surely that's got to happen now, obviously, like you said, with Undisputed Era breaking up. He'll have his match with Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver. And then either one of them, like Kyle O'Reilly might go up and Adam Cole might stay in NXT. You don't know, do you? But uh, one of them's definitely going up in regards to is Finn going to come back to the main roster at some point? I don't think he will. I really don't think he will. No, just happy just living it in NXT. I feel um, like he's going to have later on now after he drops the title. I, I think he's just going to be more, he'll slide away into the background and be more of a developmental guy. He'll try and help them train up, build them up and everything. That's why I don't think he'll ever go back to the main roster because he's too good to be on, he's too good to be on the main roster. The main roster would just do what they did last time and waste him. 
like I said, if if the if they do decide to, because there's talks of NXT is better than Raw and SmackDown, which I'm sure you three probably agree at times, but put it up to two hours, have it as your third brand, do a draft like a draft in April May, put it as a proper third brand, and then I don't know, and then you still have your developmental if they do decide to do like an FCW kind of thing where people that aren't ready can go there because. Most of the people that they're signing are established wrestlers. Yeah, they're not known to WWE audience. They're not used to the way WWE do stuff. But most of them have been on independence for 10, 15 years. Yeah. And to go yeah. on to a, a develop, develop, developmental brand just isn't right. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I've, I've come to NXT because it's the developmental brand. It's like, it doesn't make any sense, but you've been in independence for 15 years. I think the only person I can think of more recently that skipped NXT and went straight to the main show was AJ, right? Everyone um, else has gone for Gallows NXT. and Anderson. Dominic yeah. Mysterio. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, talking, no, I'm talking about from the independents. Like, no, you're independent. right. Yeah, it was, yeah. That was, yeah, like the big names. I mean, you have the, the new guys coming up. But I agree with you. You remember when, like, like you said, with Finn Balor, when he got, we was Mick Foley's pick to be on Raw. He got called up, but... NXT was classed as a third brand then because they said, oh, we're calling up six people from NXT to be on Raw and SmackDown. And that's when you had Finn got signed up. But that's when we first heard of Alexa Bliss, first heard of Carmella, American Alpha as well, and um, Nia Jax. They all got called up in that little group. Oh, and um, Mojo Rawley as well. My whole. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. Treat it as a third brand. Call, Call them up and, you know, they can move across and you know that's why you can move a draw deal over and you can do all sorts with them yeah i, I hate the situation of alistair black man no, i was gonna say you've already got like what you've got three you've got three belts on there anyway you've got the nxt title and you've got the um north american the north american and the tag. And the women's and then the you've got the women's tags now yeah yeah so have the women's tag across all of them because it is anyway in it because they're gonna go, be technically called up to raw and smackdown now aren't they because it's a it's a free it's across all three brands, so it just makes no, sense. No, some brand new tag it is. It's just NXT. Oh, the brand new one. Yeah, just which makes no sense because the tag titles before can be defended over three brands, but now they brought in said, titles. Yeah. They brought in tag titles that can only be defended in NXT. But it make, well, they've got so many, so many people in the women's division and established teams. I get it, but I would prefer just have one tag team title and have it over the three and the change. I think I agree with you. It'd be a lot. Well, better. it just defeat. It just defeats. The object of what they were saying that they want NXT to be treated more as a third brand these days rather than a developmental brand. So why are you bringing in your own titles? Why are you bringing in your own tag team titles when, like you said, there's already one that could allegedly be defended across the brands? Well, yeah, they but there's no male it. titles though, is there? There's a male titles on Raw and SmackDown, but not on NXT. I don't think, is they? Well, the 24/7 title can go across NXT. No, but yeah. there's no men's there's no tag men's team. tag titles on NXT. NXT tag team. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, okay. Van um, Dango and Breezango were at some point. I remember. It's it Danny is, Birch yeah. and Only Logan. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, sorry, go, go on. on. Go on, go on, Dan. No, no, you go ahead, Brandis. Going to say, do you reckon it's going to lead to a point now with this storyline with obviously with Adam Pearce? Um, Screwing over Dakota and Raquel and the other one, it's gonna do it lead to a unification match on the tag team titles front. If both titles aren't are obsolete, then yeah, um, they could just do a match to throw away on a pay per view. I think they'll keep them established for a good year, but 
the women's tag titles as it was weren't being used. They're only being used to let Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler be on both shows for exposure, yeah. you know, because they're entertaining. But I think when that storyline serves its purpose and they realize they got two tag, women's tag team titles that realistically aren't doing anything, I agree with you, Brad. Yeah, they could just go, okay, we're doing another world's collide, but um, we're having the NXT titles against the uh, WWE women's tag team titles and just pop them together. Yeah. Um, I know we didn't ask you, Taryn. Did you have any sort of thoughts on um, new champions or signings? Um, the women's one's difficult. I tend to, um, I tend to agree with Absolutely. Bradley and Lee, <laughs> but I, but I, I would like to see them do something with Candice LeRae, and maybe push her slightly, and you know, put the belt on her at some point. And they need to do some work storyline wise with her, but um, I, I would like to see that. Um, the men's. Again, I agree with the um, what were we saying, Kyle O'Reilly side of things. But I would like to see Dexter Loomis be the champion. I, I just want nice. them to. There's something not quite there with Dexter Loomis yet, as far as I, I, I look at him and he has the, and I mean this in the nicest way possible for his um, for his character. He should be like a mental patient. He should be like somebody's broke out of a psychiatric ward type thing. And I, and I think they do do that with him. He's just missing something slightly. And I, I don't know what it is, but if he can find it and turn that on, he would be a fantastic character. I mean, I think he is, but I think he just needs to find that. And I think he should be, um, he should have the belt. Maybe not anytime soon. Um, but certainly by this time next year, leading up to, to WrestleMania, if he hasn't already been moved to the main roster, he should be, if not already, the champion fighting for the NXT yeah. Championship. Yeah. Um, other, other than that, people, uh, someone who should be in NXT, I don't want Jordan Grace in Impact Wrestling. I want her in WWE, and she needs to be in NXT. I agree with you. I mean, my picks, just to throw them out there, um, I think the next women's champion... Um, I, I would like to see Marina Shafir. You know, they've had the thing for a while with the four horsewomen, where they've yeah. had the uh, MMA ones and the the you know the normal WWE ones. Really, we've only got two established four horsewomen from MMA, but they've got all four of them, well, three of them signed at the moment. Um, Marina Shafir is actually fit and ready to go. Um, she was in the tag team classic just now. I think they need to strap a rocket to her and give her a bit of um, you know, elevation because in a few years' time, we could realistically see the horsewomen versus horsewomen. So I'd like to yeah. see them. You know, it's an outside pick. There's the shot season stuff that I think we'll get it beforehand, but that's the person I'd like to see them elevate this year. Um, men's title, it's a little bit difficult because they've got so many people going out and about. But I mean, um, LA Knight, you know, he's doing great. Pro- We're going to see his in-room work this week, so we'll see. When, I was just going to say that when's his debut? Is it this week? Tonight supposed, it is. It's supposed to be, but it's been, he's doing this little storyline where he keeps putting off his match every week and doing a promo oh. instead. So I think who, who they may wait to till Stan Oh, who used to do that? I want to say... Fandango, wasn't it? I, oh, I'm thinking like mid-2000s. Yeah, Fandango used, like, used to come out and just do Fandango it. Fandango was doing it. <laughs> I want to say somebody like... MVP or Finley or someone along mid two thousands was doing something. Well, no Christian like or well. someone like that. Possibly, yeah. I mean, the, all all storylines are recycled, aren't they? Nothing's original anymore, so it's probably due for for somebody to be doing it. Yeah. You don't talk it's about original. Some... What about the horror show last year in the Eye versus Eye <laughs> match? That's pure original. My eye, my ping pong ball. <laughs> oh, it's it's okay. His vision can be saved because 
He didn't sever the nerve. Is he still wearing the no. mask covering? No, he's taking, he's taking the patch off now. Yeah. So his it eyes... must have been covered. It's fine now. He's, he's okay they to look into the light. In, yeah. He's allowed yes. to look into the light now. His retina's saved. They popped it back in. Well, if if what's his chops can be murdered on an impact wrestling and then turn up in another promotion a few weeks later, then I think Ray Mysterio <laughs> can have his eye back, can't he? I mean, at least they've done one thing right. I mean, we're going to go onto it soon, but the fiend hasn't been shown in months and he got burnt alive. Good, yeah. good. You are absolutely right. We will get onto that, but Christ, some I... booking that makes sense. Can I throw one more male wrestler? I think could be champion. Absolutely as well. not. Bo Dallas. No, I'm going to go with my favourite wrestler in NXT right now. So I think he's entertaining as hell. Is Austin Fury? <laughs> oh, I know his catchphrases all day long, but that's not happening for at least two or three years. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. He's a good worker. He just needs to stop um, the naughty messages. I won't go into any further. But... Oh, he's not one of them. I know what you mean, Brad. Though he's he's a yeah. good wrestler. He's a solid wrestler. Like they're they're trying to work on his backstage. Um, interviewing techniques and stuff. You know, they've done this Dexter Loomis storyline and you had to go to counselling a couple of weeks ago. But I can see what you mean, Brad. He's a solid worker. He just, I think he's so young, he needs to develop those mic skills. He's only 20 odd, isn't he? He's only early 20s. 21, 22. Yeah, he's quite young. Oh, to be in my early 20s again. But um, I'm going to throw, I know we haven't talked about the new signings. There's quite a few free agents out there at the moment. But one person who I thought was going to be debuting on AEW in that ladder match is Dalton Castle. With him not debuting, it makes me think, you know, he's because he's flamboyant. He's got the character. He's got the in-ring work. And he was in Ring of Honor for quite a while. Someone like Dalton Castle, I can see popping up over the next couple of months. Not him. Brilliant. Thanks for the uh, rundown there. Um, Brad, on the old NXT, well, we, we all look forward with bated breath to the two-day takeover event, no doubt. I could already see Bradley booking an extra few days off work on top of his week just to get over the excitement. <laughs> but until then, on the road to WrestleMania, my good God almighty, we've got yet another baby. It feels like we're doing predictions every bloody week at the moment. But we have Fastlane coming up. It is live on the WWE Network and Peacock, I believe, over in the US. (laughs) This coming Sunday, we've only got five matches announced. There will no doubt be one or two more um, announced, um, certainly for SmackDown this this coming Friday. They'll probably throw something in on Saturday as well, just because they tend to do that. I don't think we've had a pre-show match announced. So whether or not any of these five matches that have been announced so far, if any of them will be on the pre-show or whether I don't, maybe the women's tag team match will get onto that. Um, but you wouldn't have thought so just for who's in there. So I think there will still be a pre-show match to be announced plus maybe something else, but let's um, jump straight into it. So I'll get the, I'll get the old pay-per-view prediction league up. So just as a reminder, I, I, I don't know how, I just, I don't know how, go um, on. We forgot to talk about the news that happened on Raw. They've officially announced Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania for the title. Yes, yes, they have. Yes, they have. Because um, I was like, why is Bobby Lashley? Not... Well, I was just going to say, like, talk about Fastlane. Bobby Lashley's not fighting at, at Fastlane. So I was like, where's the title match? Where's the title match? I was like, is it is, is like Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in the one contender match? And I just thought it was just like, oh no, what? It's officially announced for Mania. Like, it's just going to be Drew versus Bobby. I was like, all right. 
And um, the new Dave versus Omos and AJ's been made official for WrestleMania as well. Yeah, AJ yeah. I tell you what. Before we go to Fastlane, let's discuss that. Why and what and what's <laughs> going on in general? Because We're a registered tag team. Well, <laughs> so they have every right to be there. They're a public tag team. <laughs> I suppose if you're wanting, so let, let's get this straight to start with. They obviously don't have anything for AJ Styles at WrestleMania, so this is a panic and thinking, shit, we don't want it's him. Never let down for the cinematic backlash. Yeah. Well, it is, yeah. They they obviously think, oh, Booker, we don't want him in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal because he's too big of a name if they're going to do that. Um, what else can we do with him? Well, we've got Omos. I'm sure he's going to be absolutely dog shit, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to and I'm hoping to be proven wrong in respect of that. So they thought, okay. Tag team match. Well, we can't have them against the Hurt Business because you can't. I mean, they can, but they shouldn't do. We can't have heel versus heel. We're going to need face versus heel. But the New Day again. I mean, come on, guys. Somebody help me out with this. New Day. They're what? solid. I mean, it's the thing is with the New Day. Yeah, they they said on Raw, the New Day have now won the um, WWE tag team titles more than any other team inside WWE. So I think they had Dudley's as the most highlighted team before. Now they're saying, well, they've won it 11 times or 10 times plus the titles change backstage in a promo. Um, You need a heel team versus a face team. I mean, if you look at AJ, he wants to be a Grand Slam champ and he has never won the tag titles. Realistically, okay, get him to if you get him to win it with his bodyguard, the bodyguard gets elevated, he wins his triple crane, job done. And then, you know, that big guy, he's been trained by Drew Gulak, Adam Pierce, he's been in the performance center for a few years, he's been in so many different things. I don't see why not. If we look at it, they're elevating a new talent, they're putting somebody else new over. And with the new day, they're gonna have a really good entrance, they're probably gonna have themed tights, new action figures. You know, good little bit of music, walk to the ring, fans are going to be well happy, a lot of merchandise sold. I think WWE-wise, it's win-win. You're elevating a new star, it's win-win. I do I do agree what, You know where you're coming from with it, though. Am I going to enjoy this match? Probably not, but in terms of marketing, marketing and business strategy, yeah, it makes sense. But in terms of a fan perspective, I'll probably go in and put some hors d'oeuvres in the microwave or something while it's on. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm generally excited to see what Omos can do in the ring. Yeah, I'm going to call it now. He's going to do a flip. A shooting star <laughs> press. He's either going to jump off the top rope doing a flip or he's going to do... Like, do you not remember like Kevin Owens' debut in NXT? And he just basically ran and did that fucking front flip over the ropes to the outside. It was just everyone was like, Jesus Christ, this guy, he can't do that. Look at the size of him. Who's got yeah. a right to be here? It's a public ball. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so could you imagine if Omos just randomly just did that? He just like bounced off one side of the ring and just did a flip right over the top rope. Everyone would lose it's a 619. Yeah. 619. That's well, all we want to see. We certainly, look to, uh, we certainly look forward to that at WrestleMania. Let's have a look at Fastlane then. So, like I say, we've got the five matches announced so far. Um, we'll just kick it off in, in order of how it is on, on Wikipedia, so nothing too exciting. We have got the tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. We have Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, the champions, with Reginald, he's popped up out of nowhere, versus the opponents for each other at WrestleMania, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. So I'm going in no particular order. We're starting with Joe. Who have you got for this match, Joe, and why? Um, I've got uh, 
Sheena Beasley and Nia Jax are a team. I think Reginald is going to get himself involved and he'll have like some kind of champagne or something and he'll cause a distraction because the whole story is Reginald's being cast in Bianca Bella and Sasha, their, their matches basically, and um, Nia Jax and Sheena Beasley have basically adopted Reginald as their like little pet almost. And the whole story has been all Reginald um, Reginald's been interfering and Bianca Bella has said to Sasha, oh, you need to sort him out. So I think in, um, Reginald will interfere on behalf of um, Nia Jax's Sheila Baszler and I think that um, Sasha Banks is going to team heel on Bianca Bella and beat her up and then Reginald's going to be like a little yak- lackey. Bashing. Damn. Um, yeah, again, I'm going to go with Shayna and Nia only because with WrestleMania coming up, we've already got Sasha going against um, what's her face. So they've already got a match. So we need the tag titles on the line. And there's loads of women not being used. You've got the Sexy Muscle Friends, the Riot Squad, um, you know, Billy Lana, Billy Kay. Billy Kay and a Moshi. Billy and Jilly. It's all right. Billy She's going to win the women's Andre. Uh, the, not Andre. The, the women's Andre. Is it the May Young <laughs> battle? Well, I don't know. May Young. The fabulous. Yeah, no, you can say May Young. You can't say fabulous Moolah. It was supposed to be the Muller one, but then they realized Muller was like a pimp or something. So they turned it into a dodgy looking cap instead. The women's rumble battle. The women's rumble. But yeah, I'm going to go with Shayna and I only because if they take the belts off, and what are they really doing at Mania? But if they keep the belts on them, they can do a multi-women match. So for booking-wise, it makes sense to keep the belts on them. Smash in. Who have we got, Jamie? I'm going to be a little bit awkward here. Oh, right. Think... We'll see you next week on, on Grapplecast. <laughs> I, I agree, like you said, that they will be champions at Mania. But I I could see Banks and Bella winning the titles and then losing it on Raw the night after or whatever. I think because like, yeah. it's basically like John Cena and Shawn Michaels did it before their WrestleMania match, didn't they? Like they won the titles when we were supposed to face each other. They tagged, they won the titles, and then they'll be champs, and then that's when they'll fall apart. Like the night after, maybe that turn will happen. I do think Jax and Baszler are gonna win, so that's my prediction. But I could see that happening. I could see Banks and Belair winning and losing it on Raw or SmackDown. Your official prediction is nine Rashina to retain. Yeah. Okay, Brad. But if that no. happens, I get five points. No, Brad. <laughs> I'm going uh, Nia and Shayna to retain again. They got to create an angle like good old stories. You can't have face versus face or heel versus heel. There's going to be a turn on one of them or turn at the end of the match. It's good, but yeah. Long story short, Nia and Shayna smashing. Who's the? Is is there a? I suppose there isn't. Between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, who's the heel in the face? Is is technically Sasha Banks? Sa- Sasha's the heel. Right, okay. For absolutely no reason at all, then Nia and Shader will win because uh, Sasha Banks will do something. Whether or not she's stupid to just mid-match turn and hit Bianca Belair when you've got a chance of winning the title, I could see that happening. That would make no sense, but that's WWE well, you could ju- for you. you. Well, you could just basically say, I'm just going to leave you to get two on one by these two beasts and injure you for me. Well, that's what my thought was going to be. Rather than her just turning around and say it uh, and just ditting her. Like, like she's I say, getting I battered and she goes for the tag and she just drops off the side and goes, 
<laughs> yeah, weird. yeah. Again, would make no sense, but that's booking for you in WWE, so that's an option. Other than that, something happens where Bianca Belair trips over and accidentally, or they're doing a double team. Let, let's go for this. A double team, a clothesline on Nia Jax. Nia Jax looks out the way. Bianca Belair accidentally strikes Sasha. Um, then there's a two, two or three minutes worth of more action, and then yeah, Sasha pays it back by hitting her. Why did you hit me? So I'm hitting you. Disqualification of of some sort. They retain, and that just leads into the match at WrestleMania between it's, the two. Dissension like among the, the ranks. Similar to that, like I said, they could actually win, and then they have the rematch on Friday, and then she just leaves it to get battered. And she's like, I've already won the title, I shouldn't need to retain it, maybe. You don't know. Like, yeah. she could win it, and then on, on the Friday... On SmackDown, they have their rematch, and then that's when she leaves her to get battered by them, or because she's already won the belt, hasn't she? But no, like Shayna's better. Well, we'll see. But that's my um, prediction. So we're we're all going different opinions on how it's going to end, but we're all going with Sasha. Uh, sorry, Sasha, <laughs> Shayna, and Nia to retain. Yes. Right then, Joe. The next match um, that's just listed here, so we're going in no particular order, is for the... No, I'll tell you what, let's, let's put it in some sort of order. Let's go Big E and Apollo Crews for Big E's Intercontinental Championship. Um, I think... Sorry, I'm, Joe, go on. Um, I'm thinking um, I would have Apollo Crews beat him because Apollo Crews has just completely changed his character from, like, Smiley, happy, go lucky Apollo Crews. And now he's like the Nigerian Prince Apollo Crews, and he does, let's say, the African accent as well. And he's completely, you know, I this is the real me, and he's completely come into it. And I think Biggie, the Intercontinental title for him was just like a transitional title to get him away from the new day. I think Biggie needs to go up now and to be. Roman Reigns' next opponent after WrestleMania. So I'm thinking that um, Apollo Crews needs to talk more because he's just changed his character. He's just turned heel. He needs to legitimise himself as a heel. So I, I'm going Apollo Crews for that reason. Lovely. I think Dan's disappeared. Let's go for Brad. He's there. Oh, he's back. Dan, go on then. Dan, who have you got? Um, yeah, I'm going with um, actually opposite of John. I'm going to go with Biggie to retain. He's been saying some stuff on uh, Talking Smack for the past month or so. Every time he's been chatting with Paul Heyman, saying, I'm going to take the belt. I'm going to hold this Intercontinental title all year. And then if Roman Reigns is still the champion next year, I'm going to challenge him. Can I see him keeping the belt for an entire year? Mm, probably not. They need to freshen it up there and again. But imagine if they do that. That'd be brilliant. And you get to see. You know, it hasn't happened for what thirty odd years. The Continental Champion versus WWE Champion or Universal Champion. But yeah, I can see uh, Biggie retaining, keeping the belt, but it doesn't half um, elevate Apollo Cruz in the meantime. But I, I can see Biggie retaining. Brilliant, Jamie. Yeah, Biggie's going to retain. Um, I think what they always do at WrestleMania is have that ladder match. I can't see Apollo Cruz being so good in in a ladder match compared to Biggie. So. I mean, he might be in it, but I'm thinking Big E, if he's going to drop it, it might be in that ladder match at Mania. Or you want to make him look strong and obviously build him up, win this, win the ladder match, keep it for the year, like Dan said. So you're going for a Big E re- retain on that one as well? Yes. Go on then, Brad. 
Um, yeah, I'm going Biggie routine, um, but I'm going on the basis that Apollo Crews is gonna they're building towards this all these stairs. They keep using the steel steps. I'm going with Apollo Crews just loses his rag. Um, oh, not a st- I thought you were gonna say they're gonna build up to a stairs match. Oh, do you remember that? We've seen one of them. Stairs. We don't. We don't yeah, need to see another one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going with Apollo Crews just loses his rag, gets disqualified, and then it leads to an, um, like a no holds bar, no DQ match of Mania. No ladder match at Mania for the Intercontinental. To be fair, that'd be for the US title. I think US probably lends itself more to high flies at the moment. Well, that brings me on to me. I'm going for Big E to retain. I don't think that the Intercontinental title will be a ladder match this year, as it has always been. I think they'll switch it around and have the US one. Um, I'm going for classic WWE. I'm going for Big E retains. Whether or not he retains clean, I don't know. However, I mean, he'll retain clean because he's a face, but whether or not there'll be some sort of disqualification um, if Apollo Crews' army buddies or whatever they're supposed to be get involved. But whether it's via clean or whether it's via disqualification, Big E will retain the title and they will have a singles rematch at WrestleMania. Big E versus Apollo, just a straight singles match. Again, we've seen it before because we'll see it at Fastlane. We'll see it again at Mania. But Big E will retain. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Joseph. Um, I have, I'm have. i going to say Drew McIntyre because they've been going back and forth. They've beat the ever-loving crap out of each other. It'll be a good match. It'll be close. But Drew McIntyre's got to build himself up for WrestleMania. He's got to, he's got to build himself up for Bobby Lashley. And what better way than to beat his best friend, Sheamus? So I'm, I'm going to go Drew just to purely... He just needs to make him look strong. So, yeah, true. Fantastic. I'll get that noted down there. Dan? Yeah, opposite to Joe, I'm going to go with Seamus because Bobby Lashley's not on the card. He needs something to do. He can hit him on an eight count and then all of a sudden Seamus wins and he just walks away. Happy days. Make Seamus look strong. To be honest, it doesn't really matter. Sheamus, um, Drew McIntyre is still going in as the main event of WrestleMania. That match is fully booked. doesn't matter who wins this one. Yeah, okay, if Sheamus wins, you could technically say, shouldn't he be added to the match? No, not really, because it was uh, Bobby Lashley who got involved to help him win that match. And you could settle it the next night. Um, but we've just seen Bobby Lashley beat Sheamus on Raw. So I think Sheamus wins because he got pinned at Elimination Chamber. He's been looking quite weak um, lately. But I think Sheamus takes the win because we haven't got Lashley doing anything else. So we might as well get involved and screw over Drew McIntyre. Smashing Jamie. I had similar thoughts to you, Dan, about Sheamus winning because they've already announced the main event for WrestleMania with Drew McIntyre. So there's no need for him to win. Maybe that's the reason why they've announced it because they'll be like, well, we can make Sheamus look strong and win at Fastlane. However, I'm going for Drew McIntyre because he is going to be the main event of WrestleMania and he's going to win it at WrestleMania in front of the fans like he should have last year and you want to make him the big superstar like he's supposed to. So, Drew. But I can see Sheamus winning. But will you stop? As Bobby Eden would say, will you stop? We'll just pick someone, <laughs> McIntyre. No, I said Drew, yeah. I said Drew, uh, but I can see. Oh, but I can't see this happening, but I'll go for him. So, yeah, definitely we'll go for McIntyre. Oh, no, but I can't see that happening. <laughs> he yeah. does what he wants. He does what he wants. Jamie when Crawford. I pay for the show, I he do what, what I want. <laughs> Clop the flop, Bradley. Right. So, my prediction for this Here match. We go. And Here we go. No, 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 no. 
my prediction for this match and the world and the Universal Championship match are going to be exactly the same. I think Sheamus is going to win, and I think he's going to basically say to him, "I've beaten the number one contender, therefore I should be imp- implemented into the match. Therefore, it's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania." So I'm going Sheamus winning. Well, how interesting! Right, I am going is for. This... Go on. Okay. Nah, just going off what Brad's saying, he's thinking that's what's going to happen in Universal. So you think Daniel Bryan's going to beat Roman Reigns? It's going to be a triple threat match with Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Well, we'll get on to that in a moment. Here's my prediction. Get ready for this. It's exciting. Ooh. It's Drew McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is going to win clean. There'll be no interference from Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley may be there. He may even sit at ringside. In fact, that's what I'm going to say. Bobby Lashley will have an entrance. He'll come out for the match and sit at ringside. They may have a scrap afterwards. McIntyre will win clean. He'll win clean because whilst I can see, I can see, like you say, Sheamus winning because... Bobby Lashley would get involved. I don't think they want it as a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Neither do I think it should be a triple threat match. It should be a singles match. So McIntyre wins clean, hits the Claymore, one, two, three. Then Lashley gets in the ring, holds up the title. They have a stare down or they have a bit of a scrap. Sheamus goes into slight obscurity for WrestleMania, unfortunately for him. So I'm going for Drew McIntyre. Let's go on to the... We'll save the most interesting one till last. So let's go for the Universal Championship match. So we've got Roman Reigns defending against Daniel Bryan. Interestingly enough, we've got Edge's first match on SmackDown for probably about 10 years, 11 years. He's facing Jey Uso on SmackDown, um, where the winner will be the special guest enforcer for this match. So we know... Edge is going to win that. Absolutely, of course he is. So Edge will be the special guest enforcer for Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Who have you got, uh, Joe, and why? It's got to be Roman Reigns. It's just it's like a pure... Gotta be Reigns. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, a pure and utter show of dominance for Roman Reigns. I think Daniel Bryan, you know, being the plucky underdog will get, you know, a couple of holds in. They might be, you know, the fake out of like, oh, he's going to tap, he's going to tap. But I think there's probably, with Edge being the ref, it's probably going to be more than one ref bump. And, you know, um, Roman Reigns is going to push Edge into Daniel Bryan, or he's going to knock, accidentally knock Edge out, and they'll just get another referee in and they'll knock. He's Daniel not the Bryan ref, out. though, is he? Just the enforce, which is just outside, isn't it? I think isn't, he's isn't just that just like a ref outside? Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there'll uh, be a, re- there'll be like a ref. Like what Mike Tyson was, it like. WrestleMania 14, he's just there chilling. He's almost like... Come coming and do the count if needed. (laughs) He's almost like a sole lumberjack outside the ring. Yeah, Yeah, so there'll be some kind of interference with Edge, because of course there will be. And, you know, Dan O'Brien will just try his best, you know. He's the ultimate underdog, isn't he? Um, He'll get get a couple of, like, yes locks in. He'll get a couple of kicks in, but I think ultimately Roman Reigns is going to win. No problem. If we got Dan... Yeah, I'm going to go with Roman as well. Um, I've got a few things that could happen with Daniel Bryan. There was something interesting, side note, that Pete Dunne said on NXT this week where he said he was the best technical wrestler ever and he dares anyone to prove him different with Stand and Deliver coming up and WrestleMania coming up. I know it's a long shot, but I'd love to see Pete Dunne versus Daniel Bryan in a match before he retires. That'd be great. But that's a side note. 
in terms of this match, I think Roman Reigns just keep it as a one-on-one. You know, I'd like to see a triple threat, but I can't see him putting the title on Daniel Bryan again going into a um, WrestleMania. They did that two years ago facing Kofi, served its purpose. You know, have the big dog versus Edge, big triumphant win, you know, shows he can come back and win the belt when he's old. Yeah, I pick Roman Reigns every day. Jamie, you got Reigns? It'll, it'll be weird because, like I said, going down, if Daniel Bryan did win and he did make it a triple threat, are they just doing the exact same thing they did with Batista? Like, Daniel Bryan will come into this triple threat match win it, stopping Batista coming back after like 10 years and winning the title. I know obviously that it's completely different circumstances because he went to, you know, be a big movie star. But uh, you can't not have Edge not winning the title at Mania. And I can't see. The only way I can see Daniel Bryan winning would be to make Roman Reigns not look weak in the triple threat match. But then surely making him look weak by dropping but the title. But if Ed, but if Ed, yeah, but if Ed screws him over, like I don't see the reason to have a special enforcer in this match. It doesn't make any sense unless something's going to happen. Is Ed going to screw Roman Reigns over? What benefit? Uh, it, would... No, there is no benefit. I don't understand the match. Yeah. That's what I mean. No, I no, so you go purpose. for Reigns. Yeah, of course I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Brad. see the purpose of a special enforcer unless something happens. Similar to my um. WWE Championship match uh, I'm going with Daniel Bryan winning and being added to the match as a triple threat well you've been added to the match he is the champion Roman Reigns will be out of the match (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry man Daniel Bryan being added to the match sorry no that's what I mean if Daniel Bryan versus Edge Roman Reigns won't be champion it's for the title is this for the title? I didn't yeah. Realize that. <laughs> so yeah. if Daniel Bryan wins, Roman Reigns would have to be added to the match because he won't be champion. Okay, yeah, I'm still going with Daniel Bryan though. <laughs> wow. Right. Um, if it was a non-title, then probably yeah, Daniel Bryan could win it to make it a triple threat. But you no, can't I'm, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm going. He's got a five gap lead. He's just going stupid tonight. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly what's going to happen. It will be a good 12, 13-minute match. Much better, obviously, than the squash that we got after Elimination Chamber, which was the right thing to do in the way that they did it. Um, There will be a clean winner. Roman Reigns will still win clean. It scares me slightly what they will do with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, if anything. Um, He won't be inserted into any triple threat. They won't do a triple threat. The reason that they won't do a triple threat is because... For Daniel Bryan to win, like you say, Edge has to get involved. What reason would Edge wants to win the Universal? (laughs) Edge wants to win the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. The best way that he can do it is by having a one-on-one match. Why would he want somebody else added to the match? Because he'll have Bryan, and both of them will defeat. No bollocks, absolutely. Or again. Like you said, who would you rather face at Mania, Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns? I'll help you win the title so I don't have to face Roman Reigns. That but if you were, more... if you were the babyface Edge, you would want yeah, to would beat yeah, Roman be Reigns. Best. You would want to show that he won't, because we're a few weeks off doing our WrestleMania predictions. Unless my mind changes, Roman Reigns beats Edge anyway. So, but I'm going for Roman Reigns to beat Daniel Bryan. Whether it's shenanigans or whatnot, effectively it will be. It will be yeah, clean. Still might win. Who knows? Regardless, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. saying, regardless if Daniel Bryan wins or not, it will be a triple threat match at Mania. 
no chance. Let's go, go on, on to our I last match. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good point that you make. I, I just can't. I just can't see it. It'll it'll be a singles match. What Brian does at WrestleMania, then hey, who, who knows? It could be that could be your Intercontinental Championship match. It could be Big E, Daniel Bryan, and Apollo Cruz. In fact, I'm I'm slightly tempted to say that's what they're going to do at Mania, just to throw Brian in the mix. Or but, um, he will be in the Andre jo- Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Ba- the Battle Memorial. You heard it here <laughs> first. He's going to be in the Battle Memorial. <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, no, Battle Royale. For the, the Andre WDF the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, not the Battle Royale. From, from now on, from now on, I don't care whether it's at Mania, or whether it's at <laughs> um, Money in the Bank, or whether it's on a Raw, SmackDown, or an NXT. Every time there's going to be a battle royale on this podcast, it will forever be known as a battle memorial. That's what we're going to have going forward. Right, I mean, let's move on to the last match. We've got Daniel it, Bryan it, is going to tag team with Drake against Bad Bunny. Oh fuck! <laughs> we are moving swiftly on from that. So I've left this one to last because this is the most interesting one. I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know if it's going to be a cinematic match or not, and they just haven't announced it yet, um, whether they're just going to spring that onto us in the night. But we have got the intergender match. We have got Randall Keith Orton versus Alexa Bliss. I'll be interested to hear everyone's thoughts on this. Who have we got, Joe? Um, I think it's a red herring match. I think um, Alexa Bliss is going to come out as you know, playful Alexa in a dungarees and go, you want to play, Randy? You want to play? And then Randy Orton's like looking at her going, what the, what, <laughs> what the fuck? What, what the fuck? Like, slap around a bit and then the lights will flicker and then she'll turn into demon Alexa and then she'll do a demon shit. Demon King. <laughs> and then the, I think the lights will flicker again and I honestly think that Bray Wyatt or The Fiend is going to come out whether he's burned victims, Bray Wyatt, or whether he's, you know, masked Bray Wyatt, I'm not sure. But I, de- I think this just, um, this is a red herring. If, I think it's obvious that the, the Fiend's going to come back and it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. He'll end in no contest. I think Bray Wyatt will try and get con- re- revenge on Randy Orton. It'll be, you know, he'll try and set him on fire. And I think, I think an Inferno match between the two of them will probably be an Inferno match at WrestleMania between Bray Wyatt and uh, Randy Orton. That's a good shout. So who have you got for this match then? You said no contest. What? You're saying no, no contest. contest. No yeah. contest? Fair play. Yeah, because Bray, Bray Wyatt's good shout. Yeah. Good shout. Right. Dan. Um, Randy win. I know it's the most obvious, um, but there was something they said in their promo that um, like I'm going to kick the demons out of you or I want to kick you in the head or something I think it's going to be a bit they're going to have their shenanigans and their um, you know their lights changing and stuff but I think it will be Alexa being punted in the head Randy pinning Randy thinking that he's got rid of all of the demons only for then the lights to go out because Alexa's been knocked out that Alexa then turns into the fiend and it, we need something to set the match up I think it will be that Randy beats Alexa thinking that he's now got rid of her because he's punted her in the head you know, just what she said that he needed to do. And then all of a sudden, that punt in the head is something that needed to kickstart bringing the Fiend back. And it actually knocks 
the essence out of her and turns like the fiend back and the lights go out. All of a sudden it's the fiend lying on the floor. He comes up, he mandible claws him and then he walks out laughing. I think that's the way I see it go. But Randy wins. Really good, Andy. Jamie. Yeah, it's basically. It's, I would love Alexa to win, but it's never going to happen, is it? But um, yeah, basically similar to what Dan said. It's going to be one of those days. Just going to like RKO the shit out of her and just completely like knock her out, and then the fiend's just going to come back. Another fun thing that I would like to see. It's never going to happen, but you know when they're talking about these lights changing and everybody changes. Wouldn't it be great <laughs> if it all of a sudden it's all the lights change and Randy Orton just turns into a fucking snake? <laughs> that, that could happen at Mania. That yeah, could happen at Mania. I was thinking, like, obviously, oh, I think, please, I please don't do that one WrestleMania thing where they had all the bugs and stuff in the room. Please don't do that. Again. Well, that that's my slight worry because the rumor now, I know WrestleMania is going to be a Firefly, yeah, Firefly Funhouse match yeah. at Mania, so that will be cinematic. To be fair, if it's like the John Cena match, I won't mind because again, they could do what kind of similar to what they did with John Cena, like go through Randy Orton. He's been in what eighteen years probably with WWE. Go back to his like legend killways or young and having a great time. And again, you could turn him into a fucking snake and just be like, I'm a snake. With a little head thing on yeah. jiggling his head. I'm a snake. But I think it's most likely gonna be a cinematic match because the success of last year's because that was probably one of the best matches at Mania, like the Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. John Cena stuff, and it was so great. And if they brought bring back little puppet Vince, he got this such good shit. It'll be great. That's what we all want from You know if you know he'll be in it if um he has to be if it's another five life on house match mini, it'll have to be. But well, I do we... like Joe's Inferno match if it is an inferno match, but with a live audience in Corona, I don't think they will. But can you do They've already had an inferno match, haven't they? That's how we got burned alive. No, but I'm saying with fans in attendance wearing masks. Oh yeah, that'd be a bit dodgy. Now, if they have to wear masks, then they can't breathe properly, and there's smoke and ventilation everywhere. But then, <laughs> but then there might not necessarily be any crowd around the rink. Yeah, but it's still going to be around, isn't it? Yeah, it's Vince. You don't care. We'll see. But it's outside. Don't forget. It doesn't matter. There's still a smoky arena. There's smoky, smoky aura. Ma- it's Orton versus the Fiend in a smoky match. Are you going for Orton on this match, yeah? Oh uh, yes. Lovely. Right, Bradley. I'm going. Bradley's going to say that um, that um, uh, Orton <laughs> Orton will win. Orton will win. And it'll be a triple threat. It'll be a triple threat match between Alexa <laughs> Orton and the Fiend at WrestleMania. How do you know? No, I'm joking. Um, no, I'm going exactly the same as Joe. I'm going no contest. Um, and what I think is going to happen is going to sound even stupid. Is they obviously they've been doing this thing with this this black. Loop that has been coming out of Orton's mouth. Um, what you're going for then? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna explode with black gloop everywhere, and it's just gonna be the fiend stood there. You think Randy Orton's gonna explode? <laughs> he's just gonna start frothing black goop out of his mouth. Um, have oh, we not got a, a six match as well? Have we not yeah, got there is. You forgot about Braun and Shane. Braun and Shane, yeah, that's apparently on Fastlane as uh, well. That, uh, sorry, yes, you, you're exactly I right. I mean, Tavin's will... still got his prediction first, which I and that one's going to be a triple threat match. It's going to be Adam Pearce. <laughs> it hasn't, it, for some reason, it hasn't been updated on um, Wikipedia, so... That trust we not sure why, but we, we, Well, no, I know, exactly. That's yeah, the match really I can go at. That's the hardest one to call. Well, I'll give you my prediction quickly then for... Um, 
that much. Um, I'm the only one going for Alexa. Alexa's going to win that yes. match. The Fiend is going to the Fiend is going to come out. He's going to do whatever he needs to to distract Randy Orton. That's going to lead to Alexa winning. The Fiend and Alexa stand tall to build for the match between the Fiend and Randy Orton. Um, I'm surprised nobody else went with that. I think that's the most obvious one of the night, to be honest. Well, no, it's like, Ale- Alexa's going to be fine. Like I said, she'll take a kick to the head or whatever. Randy Orton will win. Then the Fiend will come. She'll be revived and they're both going to stand there over his body, but Randy Orton's going to win the match. Fair enough. I'm going I with have the same ending, just Randy Orton's going to win the match. Is this the main event, this match? Surely it has to be. No, it will um, be, be Reigns and Brian. I don't know. I think, it, I think it might be the main event because... That'll be the big su- surprise in inverted commas return. So it's the first of, match. Um, yeah, probably <laughs> of the fiends. No, I, 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 I could see. So Roman Reigns is the main ma- main. Event. I was going to say the reason be. I've exactly the same as you, Tyler. I think the reason I have to do that is because imagine how weird I'd be like. Hang on, the fiends just come back and murdered Rand. Oh no, my mother, Roman Reigns. No. Roman right. Reigns Why? is WWE. He's the champ. He has to be last. Why on WWE.com does it not list Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon? It's on Skybet. It has officially why is been it announced. Not on the, why is it not on WWE.com? No idea. Because he got covered in green gloop. The Blame that Matt Camp. It's that Matt Camp's fault. I don't... I See, I, I forgot that it had technically been announced and then it wasn't on Wikipedia... But I've got nothing on WWE.com. Was it was it officially announced? I think it was supposed to be a fast lead, but then they had the match on on uh, Raw, didn't they? Well, they didn't really have know. a match, did they? He kind of rolled in the ring, rolled out of the ring, then he hit him in a bit, and then he put a slime on him. Yeah, I think there is a match of fast lead, but I think I saw something, but it, it went down really quickly. So I don't know if it's okay. official or not. This this could be some breaking news. You've heard it here first on a Grapple Cast. When you go on WWE.com, you can't find it anywhere. If you Google Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, it comes up as the top story on WWE.com, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Click here. When you click on it, it says you are not authorized to access this page. Access denied. I think they've pulled it. Ooh. I think they they were a bit... uh, They jumped the gun a bit themselves, and I think they... potentially pulled it because let's be honest we all thought it was going to be either Shane versus Braun or Shane and Adam Pearce versus Braun it's probably just going to be Shane versus Braun now but we all thought it was going to be that at Wrestlemania and I thought oh Christ why are they doing it at you know Fastlane just to then do it again maybe even with Adam Pearce mixed in at Wrestlemania it's been pulled from WWE.com and it's not on Wikipedia I've got a feeling they've Quietly pulled it. That makes but sense because I, I would see it here we go. Cultaholica reporting Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon potentially pulled from Fastlane. So, um, let's leave it out then. Let's leave it. Let's. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's going to take place. Like I said, there's they, no. There's no point having it at Fastlane and Mania. Is the like, I agree. Yeah, strange. Um, it's still on Skybet and stuff, but yeah, like I said, I've just double checked it. Uh, I went onto my American account and it still didn't work either. So, That's yeah, strange. no, it's um, it, it looks like it's been pulled, which I'm quite happy to do. So, like I say, um, I I, I don't think they need to be at um, at, at Fastlane. He, he needs to be at WrestleMania, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. 
Right there's then. some really good news as well. Go for it. Um, no, no, sorry, never mind. It's okay. It's the week after. Oh, he's talking shit. And he's Wait. talking absolute yeah. shit. No, it's just weird because it says um, on Sky Bet that betting stops at 10 o'clock. And I was like, ooh, the clock's changed soon. Are the clocks going back? But it's the week after the clocks go back. It would oh, have been God. obviously an hour yeah. earlier, wouldn't it? Is anybody watching it live? I always watch it live. No, I know you do, but that's because you don't do any work anyway when you're in work, so it doesn't matter. I've got uni on a Monday, so it's nice and easy. Fair enough. Are you off on Monday? No. No, because we're true fans, aren't we, Brad? Oh, oh. (laughs) I don't watch anything else. Currently talking to good old Brandon White as well, just advising him that we uh, shouted him out on the pod. And he's yeah, get him on the pod. He said to me, he that will he's be. Well, get him on the pod. He, he, he will. I think. I think next week we'll have our um, we'll have our fast lane review and prediction results and whatnot. But then I think we should look to get Brendan on the week after. There's always a buffer between that and WrestleMania. So um, Bradley and Dan and Joe, you can uh, speak to him and see that for in a, in a couple of weeks. We'll also, we'll also, while we're on the subject of him, I'd like to point out he has dro- just dropped some new merch as well. Um, all of the profits. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's very What's good. What's going on? 100% of the profits are all going to um, a blood cancer charity. So if you like, you know, the website. Well, that's very good. Yeah, we we'll put it on our on our socials. Just the merch actually looking at is is actually really nice as well. Smash so. him! Cool. Well, we will that. try. We will try and get. Uh, we will try and get him on. For anyone who's listening out there, he is a um, professional wrestler in Wales. Up, I say up and coming. He's been doing it a few years now, but a rising talent on the British scene. Brendan White, Dragon Pro Wrestling. Current Dragon Pro Wrestling Champion. Well, it? we've all got to start somewhere. We've got to go. Um, just obviously talking about obviously the the next few weeks. Next well, week, obviously, we'll be, we'll be doing Fast Lane review. The week after will be the thirty first, which will technically be the week before WrestleMania week, and then the seventh will be during WrestleMania week on after night one of NXT or before night one of NXT. Just after the Hall of Fame. Oh, we we can we can yeah. speak to Brendan the week before that because we'll be doing our WrestleMania predictions the week of WrestleMania anyhow. So yeah, yeah that's going like, to be a, a, a whole week on the seventh, isn't it? So Lovely. yeah, a lot to talk about for sure. Well, we'll uh, we'll look to get that back to, booked in with Brendan. That should be interesting, right? Let's quiz it. Let's quiz, quiz it. it. Let's quiz it. Let's get quizzical. Will Bradley or Dan take the lead today? On the quiz leaderboard, or will Joe and Jamie get an extra point with either of them winning? I can't do anything because I'm the quiz master. Do you have yeah. your pens at the ready? And yeah. I will be watching Bradley for Google. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go then. So, it's ten random questions. I think the majority of them themselves are WWE-based. Do I have any? Did I put anything else on there that wasn't? There may be... Whoa, Ew, we did it I, today. How's yeah, you there's, there's, there's one that's not WWE. That's it. That's the rest. Question one. A point for each on this one, so you can get two points. Name the two unique elements of WrestleMania 2. So what, uh, were, what were the two unique things about WrestleMania 2? I just watched it the other day. Good. Well, if you don't get it right, then... then... Definitely I mean, you'll one. definitely get one, but definitely. look at Bradley. He definitely knows one, no, but he doesn't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure. Two. I'm pretty sure. I definitely know one. I don't know what the second one is, but I definitely know one. I think anyway. Smashing. 
get it written down then. Cool. I've got it. I think I've got it. Question two. How many times was Hulk Hogan WWF slash E champion? Mm. Oh, come on now. Call yourself wrestling nuts. Mm. The Hulkster. It's the Hulkster. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. <laughs> we all got one on, uh, on yeah. there? I'm taking a guess, but yeah, I've got one. Always taking a guess, is he? Right then. Question three. Who won the Legends... But I was going to say Battle Royale. Who won the Legends Battle Memorial <laughs> on the 15th anniversary edition of Raw in 2007? Can you repeat that? Sorry. Absolutely. Who won the Legends Battle Memorial, so Battle Royale, yep. on the 15th anniversary special edition of Monday Night Raw in 2007? Yep, we all um, we all got that there. I'm not gonna know, but yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> not gonna know, but yeah. Have a have a have a good have a good educated guess on that one. Ice and Tomko. <laughs> Bob Backlund. Would he have still been about then, Tyson Tomko? I'm trying to think. No, you've been in TNA back then, so. possibly yeah. so. The Christian Cage. Question four. Two pointer. Who was the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame and what was the year? Two-pointer question. Who was the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame and what was the year? Question five. Who cowardly threw themselves through the barbershop window to get away from Shawn Michaels, according to Bobby the Brain Heenan? Bradley's like, who's Shawn Michaels? Who's Bobby the Brain Eater? Question six. Who did Randy Orton defeat in his official debut televised match on the April the 25th, 2002 edition of SmackDown? You either know that or you don't. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. (laughs) Question seven. Who was the very first pick in the 2002 draft lottery? Question eight, your only non-WWE question here. How many times has Eric Bischoff appeared on AEW Dynamite? Got that one. Don't know if it's right, but I've got an answer. Question three. (laughs) Virgil Riley Runnels Jr. is better known by what in-ring name? That's Virgil Riley Runnels Jr. Is He's better known the WWE now, yeah? by what? I can neither confirm nor deny if he is an active performer, but Virgil Runnels Jr. is better known. Bradley, stop typing on your computer. No, no, my what? I can see that hand moving. Question 10. Rey Mysterio defeated Finlay at Cyber Sunday 2007 in what type of match? (laughs) Oh. Right. Let's go for it. 
We'll start with the youngest, as we always do with good old Bradders. Question one: What are the for two points? What are the two unique elements of WrestleMania two? I only got one, and I put those held on a Monday. Smashing! If anybody else did, anybody else get that that it was held on a Monday? Did yeah. anybody else not get that? Anybody else tell me what the other unique element was? Yeah, I can watch the Oh, uh, we're all going for it. Go on, uh, Jamie. It was held in separate venues. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can take that. I need to know. Okay, okay. three separate venues. Los Angeles, New York, oh, right. and was it Chicago? No, I don't know if Chicago was another one, but I know definitely Los Angeles and New York. Well, it happened in three different other states it did, so three different arenas. So, yeah, it was New York, Illinois, and California. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> I mean, it is. I got it. There you go. No, you didn't need to tell me where. It was just that it happened in three places. They had Vince McMahon talking to this girl who had no idea what wrestling was or she only knew Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then it switched to Bobby the Brain and Jesse. No, it was Jesse the Bobby Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon who knew what they were on about with this like Medusa looking girl who didn't know anything. And then they switched to another stadium again with some other people who didn't have a clue. Um, they had loads <laughs> like Cab Calloway was there and. Ozzy Osbourne, like I said, was there as well. Like loads of randomers, some baseball players. They had everybody. The rock and roll connection. That's what yeah, it was. The rock and wrestling connection. Right. How many times Bradley was Hogan the champion? I took a wild shot in the, um, in the dark and said six. Any advance on six? I, I almost ten. put six, but I put four. What else did we have? Anyone? Did anyone else put anything other than six? No. Yeah, no, no, the answer was six. Yes! Who was the first inductee into the Hall of Fame, Bradley, and in what year? So I thought we had a, the... Oh, sorry, wrong one. Um, yes, the Memorial. The, Royal, the, the, Royal the Memorial. Battle Memorial. So who won the Legends Battle Memorial on the 15th anniversary edition of Raw in 2007, Bradley? No idea. I just put Jeff Hardy. Dan? I put Iron Sheik. Joe? Jerry Lawler. Jamie. I know Brad joked about it, but I put Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> no one got it right. The official winner of the match was Ted DiBiossi. Oh, yeah, oh, IRS won the match. Ted DiBiossi came down and gave him some money to eliminate himself and did. <laughs> so Ted DiBiossi <laughs> was the answer. So Bradley, who was the first inductee into the Hall of Fame and in what year? I know this one. It was Andre the Giant in 1993. Anybody else any different on that or any different year? I put 95, but I got Andre. It was Andre in 93. Nice. Number five, Bradley, who cowardly threw themselves out of the barbershop window to get away from Shawn Michaels, according to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Marty Gennetti. Anybody else any different on Marty Gennetti? I went with Gennetti. Oh, he threw himself out of that window. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley, who did Randy Orton defeat in his official TV debut match for the WWE on the April the 25th, 2002 edition of SmackDown? Hardcore Holly. Like, how do you even right. know that? <laughs> right. Because I saw a Randy He saw it on Google. <laughs> yeah, but the answer is Hardcore Holly. How do you like him now? Number seven, Bradley. Just so, just so you know why I know, I own every single Randy Orton like, documentary because he is my favourite wrestler. I'm not going to lie. I, I 
didn't I'm not gonna lie, I typed it in on Google. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't even hear the question on this one, so I haven't got an answer. For number seven? Yeah. Well take a guess now, who was the very first pick in the two thousand and two draft lottery? Chris Benoit. Anyone else? The Rock. It was The Rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, Vince buddy. McMahon chose The Rock for SmackDown. I did it for The Rock. I did it for the people. I think <laughs> Ric Flair's number one pick, if I'm not mistaken, was The Undertaker, and he was in a massive feud with him at the time. So was he... that the one where he whips off his glasses and goes like, the yeah, fuck? throws him at Yeah. <laughs> number eight, Bradley. How many times has Bischoff appeared on AEW Dynamite? I put four. Any advance or decrease on four? I went with four. I put two. Joe? Just put one. Well, you're all wrong. It was three. (laughs) I I, I can only remember two. (laughs) That's what I mean. It was everything with the whole um, inner circle. I just remember the the debate thing. That's literally all I remember. You sounded like Ray then, Jamie. The Ray moment. We'll discuss the Ray moments after that. Well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll explain that in a minute. I see what you're saying. Bradley. Again, on this one, I oh, didn't hear the question again on this one. Oh, well, Brad. take a guess. My, why? What else are you doing? Because I'm trying um, to think about the other ones. I'm trying to. I couldn't hear over all that typing on Google. Um, <laughs> number nine, Virgil Riley Runnels Jr. is better known by what in-ring name? God, on, Bradley, have a guess then. Otis. Guess from Goldust on Joe, Joe Otis on the um Dan. Because, because of Reynolds, I went with Goldust or Dustin Rhodes. I, I just went for Leo Rush. <laughs> I didn't go fucking close. <laughs> Joe and Dan, you were so close. It was Dusty Rhodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I put a, I, there's a Y, not an IN. Sorry, yeah. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I put cross on that one. And number that 10, Bradley. Rey Mysterio defeated Finlay at Cyber Sunday 2007 in what type of match? Uh, sh- <laughs> He's gone! We'll You're never broken. know. Is it I think a, he... It's a shillelagh on a pole match. Yeah, shillelagh on a pole. Is that what you all went for? I went for that, yeah. Bradley was about to say, uh, right, Bradley's gone, he's left. He's just written stretch a match. match. Stretch a match was the correct answer. There is some Googling going on here. <laughs> there is some uh, absolute I'm sure, I'm sure he was about to say... Sh- I thought he was going to say Shillelagh. He's, just, he's like- just sent a message to the group with Stretch a match, which is the correct answer. So, it should have been I, a Shillelagh on a pole match. I'm sorry. I, I don't think- know where I've got that. There has been one, hasn't there? Yeah, because that, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind because you think in Cyber Sunday they're going to pick that, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it was a stretcher match. Apparently, Bradley got it right. Here he I is. hate this goddamn laptop. It was a stretcher match. Bradley, how many did you get right altogether? Hang on. Was that right, though? Um, no comment. How many did you get right altogether? Yes. Adam all up. Seven. So, and then we'll decide whether we deduct any off Bradley. It's that Dan's probably got like ten, so we're all right. <laughs> how many did you get, six. Dan? I got nine. Seven. Dan gets a point. He is sitting pretty with three at the top. I don't know about pretty, but I'm definitely sitting. Well, that's your quiz for this week. So just before we um, round off this week's episode, we must speak about, uh, I say, a good friend of ours. He's not spoke to him for a good few years that I was just referring to then. This is a lovely way to sign off the podcast. There's a gentleman that Jamie and myself know 
called Ray. That's all we'll say. We knew him in college, and he used to do what we call Ray moments, and that was He's because our second favorite Ray, isn't he? It was always to do with wrestling. He would contradict himself within a sentence. So here's two examples to sign us off, and they're both wrestling-related. Ray would approach us in college one day and go, Taryn, Jamie, I've got the new copy of whatever year it would have been, let's say 2007, 2008, 2007. I've got a copy of WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 on the PlayStation. What's your usernames so I can add you so we can all play it together? So me and Jamie gave him our usernames and went, yeah, all right, no problem, Ray. We'll be online tonight if you want to. And then he go, well, hang on, no, I haven't got it online. I can't play it with you. So that would be number one. <laughs> <laughs> and the second one, the best one was, Taryn, uh, no, we got, we went up to Ray and we went, oh, Ray, did you uh, watch, I don't know what it was, Survivor, Survivor Series. Did you watch Survivor Series last night, Ray? No, 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 I don't watch WWE anymore. It's shit, I just watched TNA. It's hell of a lot better. Oh, all right then. Well, um, I, I don't... Edge returned. Uh, yeah, uh, Edge returned and won the title. Well, well, what are you telling me for? I haven't watched it yet. And he was 100% <laughs> genuine. Those were your Ray moments. A lovely way to finish off. And again, he's only the, he's, a, he's the best Ray, but there is another good Ray as well, isn't there? Um, the best thing is, this guy, uh, Ray, turned up to Taryn's wedding. He's in all the wedding photos and he just disappeared the day after. <laughs> he came as a guest. He came as a guest to my wedding along with somebody else. So the person who I wanted there was there. He came as his guest and he came for the wedding. He came for the food. And then before the evening due, he, this guy traveled from Blackpool to Wales four and a half hours in the car and then got in his car at eight o'clock at night and drove <laughs> home, leaving the person who he came with. The best stag do I've story I've heard is um when dad went to where the where the best man disappeared in some forest. Yeah, we, well, we were in the middle we were in the middle of a forest in Sweden and there's no taxis about. Like logical thing is he just walked back four kilometers to the hotel, but we all thought that he went missing in a forest. So we had to stop the wedding and all go hiking to try and find him. Where was find he? him. He was, he's back in the hotel, he walked the four kilometers. Oh my good God. Right he's here though, so it's all right. It's fast lane this Sunday. Everybody enjoy it. Try and put yourself through it. Jamie will be in the Thunderdome, no doubt. We'll all have a cracking time. Follow us on the socials. We're at Grapplecast Show, is it? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Grapple at Grapplecast Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Give us all a follow. Give us all a listen. Share it with your friends. Have a good week, guys. Nice one, all. Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Number four, armbar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What?